0: Welcome to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. Today's episode, I have Mike and JB of the From North to Wharf podcast on the show. I was so excited to finally get Mike and JB on the show. Uh, They've been on the top of my list for quite a while of people I wanted to ask be a part of the podcast because we've been following each other on social media uh, for quite a while now, and I've always kind of admired each other's work from afar. And uh, As we approached San Diego comic-con, I saw these guys had a lot of cool things going on And I wanted to make sure that we got them on in time to be able to talk about all the cool things coming up here Their show from north to wharf encompasses all of the Lauren Bouchard universe But really focuses on the Great North Bob's Burgers and Central Park And it was just so much fun talking about our fandoms All three of us are huge fans of all of those shows and about how that all started for them They've only been doing this for just about a year and a half now. This all came together uh, during the pandemic, after Mike had quit doing a show that he had been uh, doing, that was all Bob's Burgers focused, he'd kind of become burned out by it. And JB reached out to him. These guys d- didn't really know each other. So they were they were complete strangers. And JB reached out to him with this idea. And it's just, you know, ignited like a wildfire. It's been incredible to watch everybody just fall in love with From North to Wharf. And, uh, yeah, they've got some really huge things coming up at San Diego Comic-Con this week. If you're listening to this The day that it's being released, which is Thursday, July 21st, tomorrow, Friday, July 22nd from 7 to 9 a.m. at Donut Bar here in San Diego, 631 B Street. They're releasing a special Bob's Burger donut called I Don't Want a Burger. So you guys are going to have to make sure to come check this out. It's being hosted by From North to Wharf. So it's it's their first big event hosting this big donut release there. I am very excited to get over to Donut Bar and try this out. Uh, from what Mike told us, he had already stopped over there to try one of their donuts, and they are incredible and just massive donuts. Uh, so this should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to this. They also teamed up with Teen Apocalypse. Uh, to be able to do the big fan meetup that happens each year uh, at San Diego Comic-Con. So that's going to take place Friday, July 22nd at 4.15 at the Bob's Burgers Movie Activation, which is located on the lawn behind the Omni Hotel. That's uh, in San Diego. So you can't miss the Omni Hotel. It's directly across the street from the convention center. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of cool things that they're doing. And I was so excited to find out how everything got started. Their fandoms. They got to come to the red carpet premiere here in Hollywood uh, for the Bob's Burgers movie. And it was just so much fun just learning all about these guys. Uh, even their insecurities. Mike... He, he tends to spiral when it comes to the insecurities of the success that they're having. And, you know, seeing him, even in the moment, you know, be able to absorb just how far they've come in just such a short time. It, it, it's awesome watching everything these guys have accomplished that they never in a million years would have thought would have been possible. And it's all because of great fans and fans of the shows like Bob's Burgers, The Great North, Central Park. We even talk a little bit about Home Movies, uh, one of Lauren Bouchard's early, uh, early shows that uh, that inspired J.B., And so, yeah, this was just a lot of fun being able to chat with them. Uh, So I hope you guys really enjoy everything about Mike and JB. And if you have not been following from North to Wharf, now's your chance. We'll have all those links available on the website at onthemikepodcast.com. So you can check that out and give them a follow there. If you guys are listening to this before uh, 1 p.m., today, the day it's released, Thursday, July 21st, today we have the live episode from San Diego Comic-Con at the Neil Morgan Auditorium with myself, Writer-director Alex Watson and actor Shane Hartling, uh, who just appeared in Obi-Wan, as well as in Station 19 that is on ABC. You see him on Jimmy Kimmel quite a bit as well. Uh, So make sure if you guys are listening to this today, the day this is being released, that you come by if you're down at San Diego Comic-Con. Again, 1 p.m. at the Neil Morgan Auditorium. Uh, But a big thanks to JB and Mike. I was so excited again to have these guys. This has been a long time coming, and uh, you know this hasn't happened yet. These these events have not happened yet as I'm recording this uh, this, uh, intro. Uh, So I'm looking forward to even meeting them in person for the first time. This has also been a very long time coming uh, for us to finally meet in person. So that's going to happen at Donut Bar uh, as we are trying out this new specialty donut uh, inspired by Bob's Burgers. So but thank you guys for taking the time to listen. Two episodes in one week. I know that's a lot of listening, uh, but I truly appreciate that. And again, if you guys are here in San Diego, please come out to the live show tonight. We are very excited for that. If you're not able to make it to San Diego, don't worry. That episode will release next week. Uh, but I am very excited for you guys to be introduced to JB and Mike from North to Wharf. We'll see you guys in San Diego this week. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. We'll see you next week. Hey, how are you, you guys go. i'm good how about yourself yeah, not bad at all
1: <laughs> sorry it's, it's a little crazy right now so
0: <laughs> no i mean you you guys are in full prep mode so so no, we i are, really we, get
1: that we hey. um well, oh jb in yeah there's JB. yeah there how's it go? going
2: guys
0: pretty good how are you
2: pretty good no complaints
0: <laughs> good Ooh. to hear so I, this this is kind of crazy to be seeing you guys kind of in person, but not in person for the first time, really. So outside yeah. of like your uh, your your Instagram lives, I'm I'm used to just seeing everything through Instagram.
1: <laughs> no, I remember you from my. Uh... Oh. oh, 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 Sorry, there he is. He's back. He's back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a short-lived. It was a short-lived memory. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I was say um, I remember you from my lettuce ketchup days oh Um, yes that's right and and hearing your name i was like wait batman And i was like wait (laughs) no but yeah no i I remember you for a while now i was thinking like oh tim's cool i gotta talk to tim but i was like i can (laughs) never talk to tim no way
0: so i'm I'm glad i'm glad i'm glad we got past that and that we can talk now so
1: (laughs) (laughs) either i got cooler or you dropped down a little i'm not sure which one happened
0: so it I, I nice. would like to think that we're equally in the, in the cool zone.
1: <laughs>
0: Sweet. I'll take it.
1: That's an upgrade for me, so I'll take it. <laughs>
0: so cool. now it looks, it looks like, Michael, you're already at the convention
2: center. Is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, nice. Here, uh, He's, He's got all this cool stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I got in last night, and uh, early this morning we started setting up with the folks from Toddland, and it's just been go, go, go since uh, 9 a.m.,
0: oh that's crazy yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, i've only i've only been through there early one time uh, when todd was setting up
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it was it was the first time todd was on for the live show and mm-hmm. yeah it's just bonkers it's absolute chaos watching all of that come together
1: they um they just finished up the booth and they're setting out the merch now but the booth looks fantastic um i, I can't i don't want to give anything away You folks will see it in a couple of days but it looks spectacular <laughs>
0: So. so I'm excited to see it. You. And, we're, and, we're, and you're going to be in town, though, uh, tomorrow. Is that right, JB? <laughs> our camera living up to our expectations.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so you're going to be in town tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, I'll be in tomorrow. I fly in like 6.50 I land, so that'll be cool okay. to finally get, get there.
1: Just in time to miss all the heavy lifting and all the unfun stuff we have to do, <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, Back surgery this year, so it's probably for <laughs> the best, but now yeah. I will fold a billion shirts if needed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will stack the crap out of those pins. Ugh.
0: So, I, I mean, I'm already recording, so we, we can just kind of go with the flow. I mean, you guys already have great energy, so it, it makes it easy to just be able to to jump into it oh people are
1: so what's what's less than fumes that's what i'm on right now so i am i think we're on equal grounds i've been up since
2: two i'm just like fueling through right now
1: i i feel you
0: guys there i've been the final stages of post-production on uh the feature i produced last year Nice. And we have cool. uh, for the last two weeks trying to get the final sound mix in. I'm one of those people who is always like, I gotta have my eight hours of sleep, and I've been averaging about four to five for the last two weeks. you're nice. yeah. getting then, there. Yeah, then plus like a full job at a studio, and oh. so it's like running around all day. <laughs> and then, like, coming back and like, all right, got to get back back to the grind of all the other stuff, too. And, yeah, it's uh, so I, I feel you guys. My, my brain is mush at this point. So this should be yeah. a wild ride to see what it, <laughs> what comes
1: out here. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. And I'm sure we'll get into this a little later. But JB and myself, we're just like state workers. So this yeah. is an <laughs> uh, alien planet to us. But it, it's a fun ride. Also, before we go too far, can we spare here or no? Oh yeah, yeah. Swear, swear away. (laughs) Okay, I'm not sure what you prefer, and I always want to be respectful. Uh,
2: Yeah, yeah, we need to get we need to go through that with Mike before we get too far. Oh no, JB's internet goes in and out
1: too. It sounds like.
2: No, 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 no. no. Better not.
0: (laughs) It'll it'll just make it'll just make for a fun experience for everybody if all of a sudden halfway through, it just cuts in and out. So we, we we had that with one of the Oscar interviews I was doing uh a couple months ago. One of the main Oscar nominated producers for the film I had on, like he would just disappear, like in the middle of something he would freeze and it would be like this big, like big speech about something that they did for the film, and all of a sudden they were just gone. And we we're like, okay. Aww. So 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 maybe we won't find out about this film.
2: Uh- <laughs> hopefully it's better also- now. I just got new internet. This is annoying. <laughs>
1: I also want to apologize. I'm sitting out in the hall, right out in front of Hall 8. So if you hear folks running around or yelling, uh, a lot is still going on right now. But this is the quietest spot I could find. So.
0: No, you're you're good with the ear with the ear uh, pods or the AirPods. pods. Okay. usually nope. is so you're doing very your directional. So now nope. everybody everybody sounds good. So, but cool. yeah, we'll just kind of shift on in because. I, I i know i ha- i've had you guys on a list i always have a list of everybody i want to have on the podcast so you know, and, then, and then i kind of space out and forget half the list and then when i'm going back to like i need to book guests uh
1: sounds like e- you made it to the time. bottom of the list <laughs> <laughs>
0: no and if, and, and if i'm being completely honest not to kiss your asses or anything you guys have actually been sitting up at the very top and it's just been my absolute laziness of reaching out to be like Oh boy. I need, I need, oh I need to God. reach out to the, Man, uh, the, the North to Wharf guys and uh yeah, it, it just it just was me dragging wow. my feet.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, let's set the expectations low. It's let's, let's go in low. We're
0: not that interesting. That <laughs> yeah. So now for those not from, not too familiar with from North North to Wharf. Tell me kind of how the whole concept came about, because I know you had your previous podcast, Michael. So how did it mm-hmm. evolve into what it is now?
1: JB, you want to tell a story or you want me to? Um,
2: we can take it in bits. We do better when we do more <laughs> bits. Um, so Mike, um, I approached Mike because I had made the um, Trivial Pursuit game, and Mike was doing Let Us Catch Up. And I was like, if you want to ever interview, I totally would talk to you about it. And the experience that we had with my buddy, Will... Who helped me make it so we were just talking through the interview and stuff and it was a good experience so it was a lot of fun and i wanted to kind of work on something bobs related after the game ended and just didn't really know what to do so when mike kind of said like yeah i don't know if i'm gonna keep doing let us catch up <laughs> um i was like well do you want to do something <laughs> and, yeah. and this kind of how it sort of started there's really more details that mike
1: Maybe yeah. has that I don't. <laughs> yeah, so from my perspective, like um, why um, would you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> um, at that point, I had been doing Let Us Catch Up for about four, three or four years between two different co-hosts, um, which ended in their various reasons. Nothing bad, but it just did. It kind of ran its course. And at that point, I tried to do it by myself, and it just wasn't fun. Um, and at that point, watching Bob's had become a chore in a job an unpaid job because mm. you're going through and you're studying it and you're not really taking yeah. it in as entertainment yeah. uh, you're taking it in as like an educational thing that you got to study and learn and i got burnt out on it and i just stopped doing it um and then right around that time is when jb shot me a message and this was right in the middle of the pandemic and yeah. for what it's worth jb lives in ohio i live in florida we don't sure. know each other at all at this point never met each other no. Um, and I get a random message, and I can't say no to doing a podcast. So I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, let's let's do one." And then, oh. um, and then from there, it just kind of blew up to what it is now. Not blew up because we're not we're not big, but it became what it is now.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I I would I wouldn't downplay yourself too much though, because I mean, you guys do have a great following the the bobs people love you guys i mean they loved you enough to invite you guys to the to the premiere and stuff so i mean that that goes a long way that you guys have definitely made an impact you know within the fandom so yeah don't don't sell yourself shorts short there
1: it is and we've been doing this for a little over about a year and a half now and um Mm -hmm. we recently had larry murphy on the podcast or not podcast but the instagram live Mm because we've switched over to that now um And for anybody who's seen that, I'm sure nobody has, but there's a part where he's singing (laughs) Beyond the Sea. And in that moment, it hits me in three different ways. Like, holy shit, we have Larry Murphy on here. Um, Teddy's one of the characters I relate to the most. Holy shit, he's singing my favorite song from the show. Holy shit, just a year and a half ago, we didn't know each other. And all of a sudden, we're talking to Larry Murphy. Who the hell are we someone's going to find out that we're <laughs> imposters and it, like I just couldn't help it and I just started crying just like on camera just started crying I couldn't help myself so it's it was a, great a lot has happened really fast
0: <laughs> so but but see having that imposter syndrome is good so because it <laughs> it it, it, it keeps it keeps you grounded to be like I, yeah. I don't belong here one of these times people
2: are going to figure out Oh yeah out it's the, like a back to reality yeah it's and like even at the movie premiere we had that moment where like all me mike and our buddy adam who was there too who is a moderator for the facebook page we just all like had a moment where like we saw like the opening to the red carpet and we just like all looked at each other and like are we are we doing this are we gonna walk this right now are we are we like we're not supposed to be here, right <laughs> wow. and then we walk out there and we're like oh my god there's john roberts oh my god there's larry oh my god there's lauren and we're just like they're all here everyone's here why are we here <laughs>
0: I mean, you, you guys earned your way there, though. So it's, it's something that you've worked hard for. You, you're, getting, you're letting the rewards pay off at this point, and you're making a lot of people happy doing it.
1: Yeah, I think what we have going for us is there are a lot of other podcasts, and I won't name names, that do this because they see it as maybe a potential cash grab or a way to get something out of it we did this because we love the show JB yeah. did the game because he loves the show i did yeah. four years of a podcast and nobody listened to it because i love the show so <laughs> that's
2: I mean, why this i is do a, like the beer tasting i did for the movie was i loved the show and it was cool enough that disney and bento and fox sent us signed posters to hand out to fans and watching them when i pulled them out of the envelope like just jaw drop and like oh my god why are those here and like it was just crazy and then to get like a message from John Schroeder from the show just to be like hey could you send me a pint class from that that was cool it's just like <laughs> why why <laughs> why are you messaging me <laughs> I message no, that- you and you say no and then he said yes to an interview something that's <laughs> weird we always were like they're gonna say no and then they end up saying like oh hit us later or like sure we can do that, that
0: that's amazing I mean that that's I, I, I know I've been in those situations where yeah, you just don't expect anything to come of it or it's like there, there's times that I'll be walking through uh, through the law that I work on and, you know, I'll see people that I'm just like, oh, it's that, it's that person. They'll just walk past and I'm like, hey, how's your day going? And I'm just like, what, why are you talking to me? I'm just some idiot walking to lunch right now. <laughs> uh, what, one, one time I was eating lunch and Brett Goldstein uh, came walking past because like, the, the Ted Lasso writers room is on our lot. And yeah. he just walks past, and I look up into my head. I'm like, oh my God, it's Roy Kent. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm singing the full chant in my head as I'm like, oh yeah, along. no. Like, he would be. Every, I would be. He's every fucking way. Like, it just, I was all going through my head. And he I look up and he just goes, hello. And just kept going. And I was just like, Roy can't just acknowledge me. <laughs>
2: I literally I not starstruck, been. but my brain at that point just. Poof, just at gone. least you <laughs> kept it together. I would have just been like, "You're everywhere. You're like, again." Yeah. <laughs> so you like, "Yeah, see ya." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I blew it."
1: <laughs> like, I? The crazy thing that we're finding in the year and a half that we do this is the people want to talk to us. We're just too scared to reach out because we're so sure that they're going to say no. Or nobody wants to talk to us. And if there's one thing I can let anybody, like who's a fledgling podcast creator, who's like, oh, no, this is out of my reach. fucking can do it. I'm a paralegal from Florida. JB is a yeah. state worker from Ohio. And we just went to the world premiere of the movie. And I'm sitting right outside of Hall H at Comic-Con in a year yeah. and a half time. I mean, you can do this. This is yeah. And for what it's worth, I'm having another one of those holy shit moments because like you can see it <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah wonderful when it
1: happens because it's like you, you can see, see it. it and it's great because <laughs> it's like it's like we we've done like a year and a half of doing this and talking to people and now somebody wants to talk to us and i'm like who the fuck are we <laughs> sorry it's like, my like who the hell are we
2: like sending a message to larry and be like would you mind doing that song just to like it doesn't even have to happen you don't have to say yes he's like, i would love to it's like <laughs> Wow, okay, that was like a (laughs) mega reach and he said yes, okay. Also, if it makes you guys
0: feel any better, too, I have actually reached out to Larry before to be on the podcast, and he never even read my message. So, <laughs> so, 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 I mean, you you
1: guys did get the upper hand there. <laughs> I don't know what we sorry, did we, for that. We also ramble a lot. I'm sure you have questions, but we tend to ramble. No, sometimes. I I let I let this go
0: wherever wherever it goes. A lot of the times, nice. there's times that people have been like, "What was that?"
2: And those are, end up being some of the best ones because they just that's mm-hmm. kind of our mentality for our show too we started with like we have like our questions but then we just kind of like to have we call it like having conversations with yeah. it's just let's talk about what you do why you love it and why everyone loves working in the verse.
0: yeah I like that you guys call it the verse because that very much is what it is I, I am curious though like you mentioned you know you're a paralegal you're a state worker where did the love for animation and all of that come from initially that even got you guys to this point of having a podcast that's a popular one on an
2: animated fandom? Um, For me, that started really young. Um, I'm an art guy. A lot of our like t-shirt stuff and things like that, either Mike will doodle it up and I make it, or Mike does his own designs are really good, so I give him a lot of credit for those too, but I've always been doodling. And as a kid, I wanted to be a Disney animator real bad, but was told like by every school because they do, which is why I think why I love asking the question, like, why do you do this? Because everyone tells you it's stupid. Don't do this. You won't make any money. You'll be miserable and everyone will hate it. Be an accountant or a state Are, worker. Do we, do we, do we um, have the same dad? <laughs> Weird thing <laughs> is my dad wanted me to do it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else was just like, no, don't do that. You'll be miserable. So I think this for me, this was like an extension to find a way to do that was like, well, I'm in my 30s. I'm probably not going to be able to jump to L.A. and animate, but I can interview people who do and find out why they love doing it. And maybe that'll scratch that itch.
1: Cool. What about you? Yeah, for me, and this may come as a complete shock, is I'm not big into animation, really. Um, I'm more into like live action shows or movies like when we have people on, they list all their favorite cartoons like, I know that, but I never watch it, or I know that, I've never seen it. Um, but I love the Fox lineup on, like, Sunday night. I love The Simpsons up until now. It has its dull moments, but I still love The Simpsons. <laughs> and Bob's Burgers just mm-hmm. fell in line with that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not huge in animation, and, and my love really comes from podcasting and my desire to just want to talk to people. And I okay. just happen to love Bob's Burgers, and all my friends love cartoons too so it's like all right well i can put the two together and just go with that but my main desire and love is just talking to people talking to my friends most like are more than anything Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it just gives you that opportunity to geek out with them with it
1: absolutely and uh, i have so many talented friends i mean um present company included that are just so talented i I just want to pick your brain i just want to know how you're able to do what you do because i have no discernible artistic talent yeah. whatsoever i'm a mental guy i have ideas oh, but arguable i i couldn't draw a straight line if Not you true. gave me a ruler um <laughs> but yeah my my love just comes from talking to people specifically my friends
0: yeah yeah I, I'm the, I am the same way though with the artistic talent. If I try to draw something, every one of my stick figures, people are like, are they like in the middle of a stroke? Like, what is happening? <laughs> why, why do they look like that? A stick person shouldn't look like that. So, so no, I, I I can definitely feel you there. Any, anytime I even have to try to cut a straight line, I have to go to my wife to be like, can you please cut this? Because somehow I will ruin whatever I am cutting.
1: I just mm-hmm. don't. I'll fold a piece of paper on like a straight edge and then just fold it enough to where I can just kind of like perforate the edge and like clank, 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 and just rip it apart. But I'm not cutting. I'm not drawing. My wife's the artistic <laughs> one. So I'm, I can't. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I've, I've tried to do the same thing. I can't even tear a straight line when I do that. So I go <laughs> for it. And I'm like, it's happening. It's happening. It's <laughs> happening. And then like three quarters of the way, it's just like ha And it just like goes off to the side. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> just like, it's like, 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 the time
2: I'm out here. <laughs> <You> <laughs> rethink this cut a little bit more?
1: <laughs> it's like, it's, and this is going to be one of my very wide left turns. Davey knows these all too well, but it's like when you're sitting on the toilet and you're like, all right, got to grab the toilet paper, and you grab and you're like, snip, 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 and then it rips in half all of a sudden. And you're like, damn it, <laughs> three quarters of it's left over there, and I'm just left with this little quarter. I got to wipe my ass with a quarter. Sorry. Oh, dude, we
2: had a master plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you don't want to waste toilet
0: paper. We've been through a shortage already, so.
1: You don't, so you got to use that pinky size one. You're like, all right, we're going <laughs> to get as much as we can here. <laughs> sorry i tangent when i get nervous (laughs) no you're you're good Mm
0: -hmm. so did you guys jump on to bob's burgers or like from season one from the get-go or did it take you guys a while to kind of find the show and, and get on board you want to go first mike
1: um yeah sure i recall getting on board fairly early um the love of it didn't really start percolating until maybe season three or four but i always liked the show I always tuned in when I did have cable, tuned in and watched it, and caught replays when I could. Um, but it didn't start getting like, oh, this is this is my like pajama jam here around like season three or four. Okay.
2: For me, it was similar. It had been out for probably a season at that point. They were just starting season two, and my buddy was just like, "You got to check out the show, Bob's Burgers. It's hilarious. It's great. You'll love it. It's your humor. It's that dark kind of like edgy humor, but it's kind of like still family friendly." Like, okay. And then when i watched it i was like this sound this seems really familiar and they started me off with crawl space which is an excellent episode and yeah. it's our favorite or top episode yeah. and i just watched it like this this seems so familiar and then i saw the name lauren bouchard and i was like oh man home movies guy yeah totally like as a kid i loved home movies and i loved dr cats and I was like i don't know this and it just felt comfortable after that and then the more I watch it, the more I'm like, oh wow, there's a lot of similarities of my life with the show, and I think that's why it's always kind of connected. That's cool. I, I
0: was I was kind of the same way. I was I wasn't I was there about season three or so is when I got on board. I remember the first time I saw it, the animation style was so different from everything else, and so mm-hmm. my my brain at first was just kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's not. I was so used to what I'd already seen yeah, seeing something a little different. Yeah. I didn't jump on right away. And then when I started working in radio, the station I was uh, I was working at, they would play drops all the time. <laughs> so they okay. go into segments. and it's like I knew Eugene Merman. I knew Kristen Shaw. Yeah. I had been then- through the stand-up scene. So it's like I knew their voices very well. And I could I could hear it while I was in our producer's booth, and I was just like, no, I know this is that Bobs Burger show. And I would just find myself just laughing my ass off. And finally, after mm-hmm. a good few weeks of that, I was just like, all right, I'm starting it on this show. And then when the first thing immediately starts off with the human <laughs> meat and the burgers. So yeah. I was like, all right, I, I found my show.
1: This is... <laughs> and it's weird. We, we've we talked about this numerous times. Like the humor in season one in particular, it was a lot edgier than it is. now. Oh, yeah. and there was stuff mentioned in like specifically episode one where they wouldn't even touch today. And it's just yeah. so amazing how far they've come but still kept the as funny but changing the humor at the same time
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and there's their satire though now is still so pointed at times it worked out really well in that favorite. it's just They're like
2: transitions so well
0: yeah and i'll i will watch episodes back and all of a sudden i'm just like oh i didn't catch that the first time because the jokes are mm-hmm. so well layered
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean when you have a mm-hmm. cast like Kristen shaw and eugene merman and h john benjamin um who are comedic geniuses in my mind they they can riff and just like tell the subtlest of jokes that it doesn't hit right away but like a bad piece of candy like it'll hit you like five minutes later you're like oh there's the flavor
0: (laughs) have you guys ever listened to dan Mintz's stand-up album
2: (laughs) um it is Tina. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> it's vulgar, I, Tina. It's very vulgar, yeah. Tina.
1: <laughs> it's weird. He's the only one I can't listen to and not picture the character. For some reason, I can <laughs> yeah. associate with H. John and John Roberts and Kristen and Eugene. But for some reason, Dan is always stuck on Tina for me and it takes me out of it completely. Like, I it another like another layer. Uh,
2: interesting. Because then I end up seeing Tina up there, like adjusting her barat and just like, <laughs> hello (laughs) it's just like this whole thing like he should probably just go with that (laughs) just have them animate his his whole live thing the 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 last time i'd
0: re-listened to his album i think i had laughed 10 times harder because all i could picture was tina doing Mm -hmm. the entire stand-up and i was just like oh i want somebody to i want somebody to animate just the entire thing as tina so i Mm. don't think simon chong has ever listened to this other than his episode but (laughs) Simon, if
2: you are listening, please, <laughs>
0: please animate. It would be anime. funny to hear any
2: stand-up bit from the cast as animated. But, like, Louise, oh, like, yeah. Kristen Shaw, like, as Louise would be hysterical because it's like, that's just a little, like, nine-year-old telling the story that's way above her head. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that, that might amazing. make it a little more palatable for me if i saw tina doing it because i can't again i can't disassociate the two so
2: <laughs> it's yeah. another layer you got to think about it it, it definitely adds it, it's good that you can for the others though because
0: otherwise if you're watching those arby's commercials you'd be like what's <laughs> Why is Bob talking about Harveys? This is this is wrong. <laughs> I also sound never. like one
1: of those. I also sound like one of those idiots that can't like understand that an actor can play different roles. Like why why is Jeffrey Dean Morgan a terrible person? I can only see him in The Walking Dead. <laughs> he loved Sam and Dean.
0: What's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> so now as you guys really started delving into it i mean you've expanded out into as you know you kind of put it the lore verse. so how did you guys decide to start branching out from just bob's burgers and then bringing in all of his other properties the great north all movies how did that all, all kind of start to flourish from there
1: i i think that was a, a natural thing from the get-go at, at that point the great north was just about the start And we were always fans of Lauren Bouchard and huge fans of Bob's Burgers. So it only made sense for us to cover the other Lauren Bouchard-related shows, Great North Central Park. Um, And luckily we did, because they're fantastic shows. But for some reason, those three shows, and his shows in general, resonated with us directly. And it just made sense for us to keep following that Mm -hmm. thread.
2: It always seems like the the stories they tell seem more real and we've talked to some of the writers and they do come out of like real things that they've felt or talked about or su- a subject that they're really passionate about especially in the great north recently with their new episodes and it's just a little bit more and it's just awesome how lauren and like wendy and lizzie and how all the writers just kind of handle these situations yeah. and they don't do it from like a as we say like a family Guy stance it's very much like a yeah. Let's talk about it. We care about you. You're all worthwhile. We don't need to take you out. It's like
1: and not many shows do that. Yeah. Now, now that I'm thinking about it more and more, I think coming from Lettuce Ketchup and doing that for so long, I saw how easy it was to get burnt out on one subject, and how it no longer became fun to do one subject, and branching out into three different shows was a little easier and something I found a little more entertaining because I didn't want to end up hating Bob's Burgers. I didn't want to end up going, oh, I don't want to watch that because it's like when a pilot watches Top Gun and all they can do is just nitpick every little thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting there with a fricking notepad going, all right, I got to jot this down, I got to jot this down, rewind, I didn't catch that. And I'm not enjoying the show. So it was definitely a necessity for me to branch out a little farther. And luckily Lauren had two other shows.
2: Yeah
0: yeah yeah it would, it would be terrible to start off with something that you love and then you turn it into a job and then yeah. it just becomes a necessity where it's just like oh, i'm tired but i have to yeah. watch the thing and, and turning in mm-hmm. from turning away from that excitement of oh it's that time i get to watch bobs or i get to watch the yeah. Great north to oh, i gotta i like yeah you want you want to be able to keep that joy in what you're doing and yeah. i mean I'm, I'm glad that jb reached out after you were feeling burned out to be like hang on a second yeah.
1: It, <laughs> it it got to a point where it's no longer I get oh, to yeah. it. It was I have to or i need to and it wasn't helping i was like I, I'm, I'm no longer doing this because it's fun i'm doing this because people expected it at the time because mm. like if i miss a week they're like hey where's the episode and i'm like hey shut the hell up i don't want to do this <laughs> so i'm like,
2: doing I, this I, for free people <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, and, are you not entertained if, if you ever go back and listen to those episodes which they're gone at this point there is a definite turning point where i get way more aggressive about it and way more confrontational about it and i start I would, calling out people
0: i would just love to be like all right so it's a new week here's the fucking episode guys uh <laughs> so gene you know what the fuck gene's doing uh
1: <laughs> like- there, there was one episode where i was recording from my car and i was just doing my thing and then i look over and there was a guy in a minivan and for some reason that irritated me and then i went on a five minute rant where i was like and for the record i am five foot two not very tough uh, I have tattoos, but that's nothing. So I'm sitting there and I went on a five minute rant where I was like, I can beat up anybody with a minivan. I dare you to come find me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but that you was more entertaining than me. <laughs> that was, at that point, that was more entertaining than the show that I once loved, but now resented to a point. <laughs> Luckily, I'm no longer there, though.
0: <laughs> so you you needed, you needed that breaking point, though,
2: to get here.
1: So. I needed that break, and I needed a fresh set of eyes and a new voice, and JB was that. So thank you, JB. <laughs> no problem, Mike. <laughs> Try sometimes.
0: So I, I think that's what you guys got to do for one of these meetups: is find somebody who owns a minivan, and it's got to be, be like the shit out of them. <laughs> 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 yeah, we we, we got to get some like celebrity death match style thing.
1: <laughs> going. Next comic just
2: comic <laughs> like Tim, just picture it, and Mike, you do it too, like the the earlier Bob's episodes where like Bob becomes unhinged and you see like the shining like red screen and like that eh! <laughs> and it's like the minivan showing up rolling up real slow Mike
1: staring and like eh!
2: <laughs> and then he's just attack mode
1: it's just like a convoy of who just punching every single one not the people in the van but just punching the vans themselves like not today mother I see you Chrysler Pacifica <laughs> get a real car get a full size van
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i at one at one point I did drive a minivan and it was the au- most awkward thing and it it was only because it was a free car so <laughs> that was the only reason and it would be so weird i i, I felt i felt so creepy pulling up to any light and <sighs> like you would just look at people and it's like i mean most of the time aside from any bob shirt, i'm most of the time wearing a black t shirt and so it's just like you know this younger guy that clearly doesn't have kids so that had a nerdist sticker on the back of the of the van and i would just kind of turn and just look at people and it would just be like "What?" What's the guy in the van yeah. <laughs> i'm owning this life right now. <laughs> yeah it was it was the most awkward thing in the entire world and as soon as i got rid of that van it, it was so great so especially yeah. living in southern california it was not practical to have a minivan so, because there was nowhere to park that fit a minivan, yeah, <laughs> yeah like
2: absolutely. Mannequins in the back and use the carpool lane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I could have. So it would it, w- it would have been it would have been a better idea than sitting on the one hundred and one <laughs> all the time, but. <laughs> <laughs> So as, as we kind of shift it from Bob's Burgers to some of these other uh, things, so when it came to the Great North, what was it that grabbed you guys with with the Great North? I mean, we just finished up season two, so getting mm. ready for season three here. Oh, so yeah. the, I mean, you guys jumped on that right out the gates. So, uh, I mean, I know, I know for me, I was on board as soon as I was like, oh, Wendy and Lizzie are doing this? Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this mm-hmm. is. Before I even knew who the cast lineup was, I was like, if the Molyneux sisters are doing this,
2: I am in. Like 100%. So what was Mm -hmm. it that brought you guys on board with it? I think for me, when we were talking about like the Great North's coming, what do you think we should do with that? And it was more of a question of like, well, we're going to cover that. It's just, are we going to like it? But then Wendy and Lizzie were in it. We felt like this is probably going to be a pretty solid show. They've written some of the best episodes of Bob's, especially in the earlier stuff. And then as we saw the cast roll out,
1: I mean, this is going to
2: be awesome there's so many good people in here so many good comedians it's just like the bob lineup just more people yeah so we were really excited about it and then when we heard the intro song we kind of sold it it was catchy <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah for me at that point um Bob's was what season 10 i believe nine or 10 yeah. and at that point lauren Bouchard at least for me i'm sure i can speak for jb earned the benefit of the doubt from us he's like if, if he's got something new you have to check it out um you may not like him, you may not love him but you're definitely going to check it out and then wendy and lizzie were on board and you're like all right well that just solidifies because we know their humor we know those three and what they can do and what they've had done on bob's burgers um and, and that's the other thing the shows aren't drastically different from each other the, the dynamic is the same you have a family yeah. of five love each other um so if you like one, you're going to like the other, although some people say they don't, which makes no sense to me. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, Lauren and Wendy and Lizzie's track record uh, earned the respect enough for me to say, you know what? I'm at least going to check it out. And then I, we loved it, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: The, have you guys had, there have been so many little just one-off characters that they have created, whether it's something that one of the main characters playing, like our sexy yeah. moose. Uh, which has mm-hmm. become one of my absolute favorites I, as soon as i saw that i was like i know what shirt i'll be ended end up buying at toddland this year uh, yep. i knew without a doubt I, when i saw that 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 was being made i didn't I even just have to saw them it. today
1: all <laughs> the sexy lady moose merch they they were just putting it out as i came up here and everything looks fantastic so
0: <laughs> so but, but do you guys have one
2: of those one of those uh kind of tertiary characters that's a favorite <laughs> yeah yeah maybe well, I know what yours is, but I'll wait till you announce it because you're very adamant about who it is. Um, I think for me, a, just a weird one off for the Great North was um, the dude who collects the um, mascots. He <laughs> oh, like, was a very right. weird dude. And he's just like, <laughs> look at my collection. He's like, this is messed up. <laughs> like, this guy is weird. And there's just a couple others, but like, that's one of them. And I like the, Oh, what is he? He's like, um, he's always helping the Tobins do stuff, but it's um, what am I thinking? you know, his name's the old guy. Um, oh,
1: um, like
2: um, Beef's dad almost in a way, yeah. but not really. I can't think oh, of his name all of a sudden. But yes, I, mean, I know. It escapes about. me, but like I can picture him. Delmer. Yes. yes. Delmer. Because like he says stuff and like, what did he say? And he's just like, let's go get him. Yeah. And just like does it. <laughs> it's like, what is this guy? But he's hysterical. <laughs>
0: so what about you Michael
1: yeah uh, um mine hands down without questioning is Jarvis Dufresne yeah we have only guy seen him for like it. like <laughs> two or three minutes but it's Jarvis Dufresne and that ending sequence where he does his little rap in his khakis and his uh off yellow shirt <laughs> is my favorite thing the show has done so far and uh, we actually had him on the show and he's a hilarious guy um but yeah Jarvis Dufresne hands down no questions <laughs> Were,
0: were you guys were you guys as confused at first as i was when it started where i was like wait alanis morris said it's going to she, she's actually doing this and then it really was alanis morris said i thought for sure it was a joke at first so mm-hmm. did, that throw, did that throw you guys as well for some reason i saw it and i was like yeah no
1: this makes sense yeah <laughs> i was just like
0: don't know it makes it perfect works. sense when when you really think about it but yeah i thought it had to be a joke at first i was like there's no way a lot of doing this.
1: <laughs> I, I thought maybe it was a guest spot and it just kept showing up. And I'm like, yeah. shit, she needs to release a new album or something. Cause I don't know why she, even, <laughs> is, is she just hard up for music right now? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she she's fantastic. I love her. It makes me wonder if any of the other Tobins
2: have like people they talk to on the roof and who would they be?
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: I would love that. Some type of thing where you see from each perspective of the mm-hmm. roof. That somehow they all have, yeah, some (laughs) constellation or something in the sky that (laughs) that I I could see all of them having this real elaborate thing. And then Beefs is just like an actual like constellation that doesn't make any sense that he just assumes is talking back to him.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mighty Orion, speak to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So now when it comes to Central Park, I mean, that one... Central Park blew me away, and I talked with Simon about this uh, when he was on, because I, when they said that they were doing this full musical, I was like, I I don't, I don't know. How, how well is a musical going to work? And then when I started listening to the soundtrack, I was just like, holy shit, this is oh, yeah. something else. Uh-huh. So where it kind of does stray from the typical pattern that we see with Bob's in the Great North, how, how did you guys kind of adjust even with Central Park?
2: <laughs>
0: Central Park? Jimmy, I
1: got to... I got to switch my audio real quick. JB, okay. you can take it from here. I'll be right back. I can. Oh
2: wait. So with Central Park, I know when we first heard about it, we were like, this looks really cool. It's got like, I know for Mike and he'll bring up Andrew Rannells was like, once that yeah. was in there, he was like, oh, I'm sold. Because <laughs> anytime he's on Bob's, Mike's just like, can we get more of him? Can he be on more? Yeah. And the answer is always like, we try. But with Central Park, like once we saw like Josh Gad and all these like big people, I saw the Hamilton people, I was like, this is gonna be incredible and just so over the top. And then when they did that first pan shot of New York and the Central to my heart, I was like, I'm sold. This is a great show.
0: Yeah, the the animation style of it too is the way that they just have kind of everything flow the way they do. It does add just such a musical way to even the animation that we hadn't previously seen.
2: I brought up your boy, Andrew Rannells, if you want to take it from there, Mike. It's my boy, Andrew
1: Rannells. I will bring up Andrew Rannells. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sorry. What was the question? I, I blanked out my head. I just got it. lost. Andrew. I'm so sorry.
0: I'm so sorry. No, I was asking how you guys managed to transition over from just like the normality of what Bob's and the Great North were having a very similar style to the musical style of Central Park.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I love musicals. Um, I'm a huge Book of Mormon fan, um, so anything Josh Gad is doing, I'm on board for, um, okay. and, and we know Mario, who directed a big chunk of Central Park that we seen up to this point, and just talking to him, and just hearing the behind-the-scenes stuff, and how it's all going around, that got me excited, um, and then like to see the rest of the cast i'm like i'm not a huge hamilton fan don't at me but i am like <laughs> these guys are amazing i love musicals this is right up my alley it's more on the i mean what more can i ask for other than a musical a cartoon musical from the guy who made bob's burgers
0: <laughs> the, and it doesn't so really awesome. come that big of a surprise really when you think about it because it's like yeah it is this fully musical show But Bob's has almost become more and more of a musical as it's gone on. Mm -hmm. Great North, we're getting more and more. Uh, How often do you guys go back and
2: even listen to like some of the the albums and stuff? A lot. Um, For Central Park, they have a lot of good songs on there. Oh, yeah, they do. We always kind of listen to those. Bob's Burgers is good because it's just their catchy little like jingles are hilarious. (laughs) So it's like they're great for just like any kind of little clip and i'm hoping great north gets one because we love the end credit songs for the
1: great north mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I find myself gravitating more towards central park uh the soundtracks just because yeah i don't know how to say this without sounding like an asshole but they're actual songs they're more little, not they're not just shorter out. jingles yeah they're not just yeah. little commercial bit jingles they're they're full-fledged written out songs like um Come into the darkness um, with Josh Gad. That's a fantastic song, and the songs, some of them, like strike that emotional chord that are so freaking heavy. Like there's one where um, uh, the daughter. I'm terrible at names, but the daughter. She's singing about uh, how she wants to be herself, but she can't be herself because people won't like her uh but she needs to be this fake person i'm like holy shit even as a 37 year old i'm like no she gets it man she gets it (laughs) she gets it she (laughs) She was so relatable (laughs) this little cartoon
0: girl sees me (laughs) this 13 year old girl Mm -hmm. gets me
2: (laughs) and even talking to the people who composed the songs for that um katie and elisa they were talking about they brought up to lauren like i want to do this song that um busker and strings where that whole bit is just like just destroys you but it's just Ah. they've pitched it and instead of like one is like no we're gonna just keep doing what the episode's entailing he heard the whole bit and was like yeah go for it we'll figure out how to do time-wise and it's like a huge emotional payoff because it's
1: huge it is it's the first five minutes of up set to somber even more somber music and it's like uh, i've only watched it once just because it is so emotionally draining
2: yeah <laughs> so w-
0: with all the shows do you guys have a favorite of all of the songs that that stands out
1: oh shit. i feel like this is how our guests feel when you ask them a the question they don't know <laughs> the answer to I uh,
2: think For the great north my favorite song is the uh the grown-up zone when Beef is singing about like <laughs> that's a year. great one but for right now what's rolling in my head is the Beef wanting the sea do, the sea do's pleasures. because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird that he would want a sea do, but I love it <laughs>
1: If if um, I had to if I had to pick one from all three shows, um, it would be the episode where they're looking for the late or the newest boys for now member, and Tina keeps running into boys, and she keeps running into the different boys, and they're all singing songs. And half of it's a Central podcast cast because you had David Diggs, um, my boy Anthony yeah. Rannells, what up? Uh, he's in it, and Josh Cat singing as well. And each of their little parts are so perfect, and it just makes for one amazing song, capped off by No Pants in Space. <laughs>
0: Oh. So, see, my, my go to every time is bad things happen in the bathroom. So That's a classic that, one.
1: Which I, version? I remember
0: though? The, the one that originally aired. Okay. So, because I remember watching that for the first time and i was in tears laughing so hard the second bob lifts off the toilet so it's still like i can when i listen to the soundtrack version and i get to that i will start laughing every single time because that visual is seared into my brain of him just lifting off the toilet and then as it starts going into a a round with Mm -hmm. louise kills me every single time
1: it's a fantastic song it's one of the best songs is definitely in my top three.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: Although the National's cover of it is fantastic. Really good. Well. that is,
0: that, yeah. that one is really great as well. Yeah. I, I've always thought, you know, a band like the National too that is kind of a little bit more of a serious, kind of melancholy-ish band. Mm-hmm. I would just love to know how they were approached.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'd
0: be like, can you do this song? The premise is the dad stuck to the toilet, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. and because we talked done... to John, who yeah. had kind of got them on board with it. And they said they were just kind of like, we're kind of want to move away from being the sad boy band that <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> sings these melancholy songs about just like everything is lost, and you should feel that way too. To like, we we'll do something fun, and we like Bob's. What do you think? And they're like, do you want to cover Gravy Boat? <laughs> it's just the national singing gravy boat and it's hysterical and then they animated it which makes it even better
0: mm-hmm. I, I would love them to just do like a just a real full album but just find all, the most obscure bands to cover so many
1: of these i'm songs. still waiting because it's scott he's the drummer for tenacious d so yeah. i'm waiting and praying for a jack black and kyle Gass just appearance or a tenacious d cover of a song <laughs> Because um, it's right there for the taking. So I- I'm waiting. <laughs> Maybe him, like Jack Black, and like Gene do a collab. Or oh, I, I would love that. Maybe yeah. Jack Black rolls out with his sax. Like, bah, bah, bah,
2: bah, bah. And then Gene does his keyboard. And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be all about it.
0: so now i i I know all of us get get these extra ideas in our heads of like oh this would be a great bob's episode this would be an excellent episode for the great north or central park have you guys ever sat down to actually try and write a bob's great north script
1: i have an idea for one but i haven't written it out because i don't know how to like the proper format to write i'm just writing sentences but i have an idea
0: and I'm not telling you to pitch it here because I mean everybody wants to hold their ideas close. But
1: oh, I'm absolutely not! If you guys
0: have ever 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 tried to to sit down and clack away to
1: to turn out one of these episodes? Yes, and here's my idea. Anybody <laughs> can take this because I have no in whatsoever to make this. It's a way because I I love the character of Hawk. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's not because we're friends with K-SK. That's just a happy coincidence. Um, but I have an idea for a third one where. Uh, either the local community college or just seymour's bay in general have a film festival Uh, make your own film show and win an award or whatever the case may be and somebody wants to reboot hawk and chick but then louise is like "F that i'm gonna make a new hawk chick with the original hawk and chick so it's louise making a hawk and chick with 80-year-old uh, hawk at this point. It's not really good. It. It's campy. I'm, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, basically their Super Bowl commercial that they made. Um <laughs> it's not a fleshed out idea at the moment, but I'm trying to find a way to get Hawk back in there.
2: So I like it. <laughs> nice. I think for me it's also a Bob's episode. I know we've talked about it. It'd be really cool to do um a perspective one. I would love to see the perspective of Ron. Like, what's his typical day or week like? And just, like, Hugo yelling at him and him just, like, going about his life. But, like, actually, Ron's, like, this super interesting guy who does all kinds of things that you would normally expect. And we just see him just doing his thing with Hugo every day. I like that a lot. <laughs> so
1: to piggyback off Jamie's idea, I want to steal an, an idea from The Simpsons. Uh, there was an episode where it was 30 short stories of Springfield and oh, we're yes. like, like every like cool minute or two we jump to a different character, somehow they're all interconnected. If we could do that with like Bob's just like jump from Ron to like roller skate guy to like Marshmallow and then- We did talk about that. Like as yeah. Ron
2: passes him in the car, it now transitions to roller skate guy and you just yeah. kind of move through Seymour's Bay, getting to see kind of what people do every day
0: that would actually be really cool and that that it's funny you mentioned that simpsons episode too because that is one of my favorite simpsons episodes yeah it's it's fantastic yeah i would i would love to see something like that yeah see see this is this is where you guys just got to sit down and write these now whether you know how to or not just clack away you guys you guys got some of those ends
1: (laughs) yeah i I guess like you write it i have ideas you do
2: it i mean mario has some of the best ideas where he's like i want to pitch he wants to pitch the hawk and chick show and then he wants to pitch um stories from the beat bosco stories where it's yeah, just Sergeant like bosco. Sergeant bosco just being a horrible incompetent cop <laughs> i, I would
0: love to see that as just like
2: minute-long episodes so or it's just like bosco journaling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like monologuing as he sits in his car and spills coffee on himself like every day he's like oh, shit <laughs> ends the same way are yeah, you no, monologuing no, again? No. You need to say Roger when you hang off the radio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now with everything you guys have coming up for, for Comic Con, you guys have some some big stuff kind of kind of lined up here. So you're doing the meetup, you've got the thing at Donut Bar. <laughs> How did all of this start coming together? Were you guys you guys started <laughs> this thing during the pod or during the pandemic? And now you're coming to Comic Con hosting these kind of big events now.
1: It's And I've said this multiple times to JB and Todd and anybody else. It's one of those things where, and this isn't to toot my own horn, it's something I'll come up with an idea. I'm like, hey, Mm. let's do this. And then people are like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, shit. Now we have to do it. (laughs) I was hoping you would just say no. (laughs) And And like, like, just to be back
2: off of that, Mike will come up with ideas or like, usually his are a lot more realistic than mine. And then mine are like big dream fanciful, like Central Park, like um, my blanket on her name when she doodles. Those are my thoughts or like Jean's like, they're waiting for you out there, Jean. It's like, yeah. And Mike's the (laughs) Tina. who's just like, "Um, let's think about how rational that is. Occasionally, one of mine gets through and it works. But a lot of times, Mike's are just like, you just kind of need to like keep pushing Mike along. And then they'll get then like they actually come to fruition. And he's like, Oh, I don't know how that happened.
1: Yeah, like we had one grand idea. And we can say here because we, we don't know what's going on. But I was like, hey, and we won't get into details, but I was like, hey, let's write a book. And JB was like, Yeah, that's a good idea. And then another person said, Hey, that's a good idea. And I was like, No, guys, no, stop it. This is this is a bad idea. I don't want to do this. I was just talking out of my ass. And then they're like, No, we should do it. I was like, fuck now we got to do it. <laughs> so it's really me talking myself into a corner and everybody else being good friends saying, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you, know, when you, you, you you've your gotta, movie
2: And then they're like, you should do it. And it's like, give me a script by like the next month. And you're like, Oh shit. I only have five I don't, pages. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to back yourself into that corner so that you
0: can find, drive. find your way out of it to, a, to oh. actually make it happen.
2: Yeah, you gotta be like a chihuahua in the corner, Mike.
0: (laughs) Gotta get tough. That is how North to Wharf will end. (laughs) Well, there's two versions of the chihuahua in the corner, though. One just shits in the corner, so the other bites his way out. So it just depends on which which chihuahua in the corner you go
1: with. (laughs) I am all bark and no bite in a pile of (laughs) shit that I'm sitting
2: on. I don't know, dude. You don't like minivans. Hey minivans when he has his like
1: stuffy like his soapboxes about certain things they're pretty great uh, but then when someone takes me to task and i'm like oh i didn't mean that i'm sorry i'm just t- just talking to talk <laughs> you're like you no know, I- i'm, I'm, I'm just very right impressed screaming. mike set up a lot of these things <laughs> yeah. so I'm I'm just the right- right but then i'll also get mad i'm like why are you even listening to me i'm an idiot don't listen to me you're an idiot for listening to me <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but yeah how, how how that all came about is the donut bar specifically um we were doing a meetup and at, when we announced it we didn't have a location because we had a couple balls in the air trying to see which would drop first and the donut bar hit us up saying hey we'd love to host it mm-hmm. and we were like well, what are you talking about it's like the meetup and like how the hell do you know about the meetup you're you're the donut bar and they're 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 big. <laughs> You're like um, wrong, wrong show kind of. Yeah, I, I think you, yeah we're not actually Bob's Burgers. I think you mean Bob's Burgers. You're looking for that. Um, but then things kind of changed because we were originally going to do a uh, screening of the movie there because the movie had just come out physical release uh, July nineteenth. We get copy now. Um, but then schedules didn't line up, and oddly enough, they were doing a Bob's Burgers inspired donut on Friday the twenty second um early in the morning and i pitched the idea i was like hey well why don't we just come there in the morning interview the head chef uh film you all making the donuts and interviewing folks online in they're like 100 absolutely let's do it so that's how that came about
2: i'm looking forward to that donut
1: <laughs> i cool. cannot wait I, I i am too i'm
0: intrigued to see what this what this donut's going to be and i mean i i was planning to you know no early mornings or anything this go around and then i saw that and i was like well, I got to do that. Like, I can't not do that. <laughs> I was like, and I got to be able to meet these guys in person. <laughs> yeah.
1: The great thing is a lot of their stuff is, is they just make a tray of it. And when they sell out, they sell out. But the Bob's Donuts are made to order. So... Oh. There's there's no uh, risk of selling out, but I think they're only going until nine a.m. Um, and they're gonna pop out as many as they can, but they are made to order, so uh, they come on and get one. I went there this morning and got their mermaid donut, and it's as big as my hand and about three to four inches thick, so they're not playing around.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. We we used to have a donut That's place dead. like that in uh, in Hollywood that. Uh, there was this weird combination for the longest time where it was like Chinese food and donuts. Like one half of it would be Chinese food, the other half would be donuts. And I'd always be like, yes, I'd like some lo mein and an apple fritter. And it was always... It makes like as much sense combo. as a Taco
1: Bell Pizza Hut combination. Yeah, though. But, mm-hmm. I,
0: but they always would have these donuts that were, yeah, like the size of your head. And impulse control for me, I would eat the entire thing and then be sick the rest of the
1: night. So... Yeah. <laughs> Which I will do with that donut. (laughs) I only finished half of it this morning because it is just so filling right away. It's so much sugar and so much bread. Um, But the crew there is amazing. They're so friendly. They're so great. And um, definitely check them out if you're in town check them out the donut bar or donut
0: bar san diego yeah donut bar san diego and for those listening right now and i'll have it even in the intro but hey they're this far in so it's 631 <laughs> b street in san yeah. diego so. yeah. yeah not too far from not too far of a little stroll from the convention center so no, it's a, not far at all it's only about a what it's a five, right 10 minute walk head. from there so
1: uh yeah I, I think it's roughly a shade under a mile from here so maybe a brisk five minutes
2: worth the time
1: yeah worth the
0: time and i mean you got to walk that donut off afterwards as my mom would always tell me absolutely so So, but aside aside from so you've got that friday morning from seven to nine that you guys are doing but then you also have the big meetup so later that day so and, and i mean nobody can see this but mike's already shaking his head and i can see the regret even though you guys know this is going to be amazing yeah, i'm excited i'll be
1: lifting him through the whole thing <laughs> kicking and screaming that's only because people can't see me and i need you to lift me so i can see the crowd um
0: yeah what you guys got in the store because you guys have a lot of cool stuff that you've set up I, i've seen some of the teasers you guys have for some of your, yeah. your, your giveaways
1: yeah um we actually teamed up with teen apocalypse who has done um a handful of meetups in the past and she's she's the go-to person for meetups she knows what she's doing and how mm-hmm. to do it and we were like hey can we because we wanted to do a meetup before but then at the same time we didn't want to step on anybody's toes because we knew she had something going on so we asked hey you just want to team up and maybe we can uh, tackle this together and she like welcomed us in with open arms saying absolutely let's do this um but yeah we got uh, and I've already had like multiple panic attacks about this because <laughs> it went from just us farting around going, Hey, let's hang out with some fans. 10, 15 folks. No big deal. Nobody knows about it. And then all of a sudden Lauren Bouchard retweets it and I'm like, fuck, stop it. need to block it. He keeps putting <laughs> us in corners that we don't want to be in. And then Bento, or, um, because he retweets it, everyone in the cast sees it and everyone at Bento sees it. And then HollywoodRumor.tv, some nonsense on Twitter, who has like 100,000 followers, also retweeted it. I'm like, (laughs) stop it. We're going to deactivate our account, people. And then the San Diego Comic-Con fan blog Retweeted it and put it on their official calendar, and they've been—they keep retweeting it. Yeah, the official yeah, blog cool.
0: is amazing. Those those, they, those people are are heroes.
1: They are, but they keep screwing us over, man. They keep, <laughs> they keep telling people about it. I'm like. Really appreciate.
2: Don't listen to Mike's there's sarcasm there, everyone.
1: There is, but me and JB have like had conversations like, hey, this is this may get a lot bigger than we anticipated. Do we have X, Y, and Z? Because we're giving out stuff. We're giving away prints, t-shirts, ribbons, um, wait, T-shirts? Maybe t-shirts. I don't know yet. Uh, stickers, prints, prizes. We're doing trivia and we didn't anticipate more than 20 people. And then now we're hearing, you may want to ballpark it at 50 to 100. They're like, who the hell is going to show up? And then, <laughs> and then we find out that they're doing a Bob's Burgers in the movie activation um, at one of the hotels across the way. And they're going to have a bunch of photo ops. And they're going to have a burger truck. And we're like, hey, that would be the perfect place to hold the meetup. And like, totally. And I'm like, shit. Now people who didn't know about the meetup are going to be there and then come to the meetup. And yeah. then now we have to deal with even people. So I don't know. Maybe we'll cancel it.
0: And, <laughs> and and it's like almost right after the Bob's panel, too. Yeah. So it's like you're 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 gonna get all of us just marching marching over
1: right that afterwards was, to a... that was another stupid, stupid, stupid idea that I had that JB gave me the green light for. So this is JB's fault. Of
2: course. I'll take it, it's fine. <laughs> so
0: I, I, just want, I just want Lauren to end the panel uh, by meeting everybody in a March. Uh, <laughs> oh, that would march be an
2: studio, in Now we're going to head over to the meetup. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, no, no, stop it.
1: Because we, we had the idea, like if we hosted right after the panel and this is just pie in the sky dreams, like maybe the cast will realize, hey, we're not that far. We can just swoop in and say hi. And then... Like, maybe that would happen. We don't expect it to happen. We don't think it'll happen. Um, but then Lauren Bashar tweets it out. I'm like, well, at, at the very least, he knows about it. And then, like, now it's a whole thing. And uh, you hear this, folks? This is what's called a spiral. Uh, this, is what, this is what that is. <laughs> that, that, that's
0: what this whole podcast is going to result in is <laughs> – JB, you're going to get to town tomorrow night and you're just going to find Michael in a corner in his hotel room just rocking back and forth. <laughs> just we, pacing. We have dorms in the next day. And-
1: <laughs> this is how the audience finds out that Tim's the new co-host of uh, From North to <laughs> Wharf because Mike had a panic attack and backed out.
2: Yeah, Mike just got on a kayak and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> They just—they just see him sl- slowly paddling out
0: into, just into the ocean in San Diego, but forgetting <laughs> that the current's just going to keep bringing him back.
1: And so it's just like a few small strokes and then a w- long current. <laughs> it's just me standing on the beach and like, why aren't you going? Like, because I'm afraid of the ocean, <laughs> but I can't go back there. And it's just Lauren and everybody watching me, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then Teddy I shows up this, and picks I never up on his boat. This. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that—that's the shitty thing is like, I wanted all this, but I—I I don't want all this. i don't i I hate attention regardless of what we do here on the podcast and everything i hate attention
0: if if everybody heard that right when you see him when you see michael at the meetup give him a big hug
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) maybe not covid numbers are on the rise again um give give him a distant hug Uh
1: (laughs) i love doing stuff that the public consumes and like people enjoy but then if somebody asks me, like, hey, what do you do? And, like, I, I tell them, oh, I'm a paralegal. I, I don't really do anything. And then my wife times in. I love her to death. She's my biggest cheerleader. She's like, oh, he also does a Bob's Burgers podcast. And I was like, you shut Shame the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to know anything I do outside of work. like, Don't you do that podcast? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <I do too. laughs> my, my
0: go-to answer whenever I found whenever I found myself in those situations is, like, so what do you do? I just always go, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> because it's an awkward answer. And the best thing is that person will turn around and walk away because they don't know how to respond. You just said stuff. And they just go, oh. And they, yeah, within seconds, they're just like, well, it was good seeing you, and they're gone.
1: I've recently come to figure out why I feel so uncomfortable telling people I do what I do, especially people that I know. It's because i respect their opinion i can tell a million strangers right now on the sidewalk hey i do a Burger's podcast i'm never going to see them again i don't care about their opinion but if i tell you if i tell jb if i tell uh my best friends like oh no now they're gonna what do they think (laughs) about it i need to know and it just i uh i can't
2: the weird thing though mike is that the more people that seem to like when i like tell them like yeah i I do that they actually are really excited to hear more about it which i didn't think they would (laughs)
1: That's the that's the flip side of the coin is I also don't want to explain myself. <laughs> like, why can't I just tell you and we can just leave it at that? He he just wants the unconditional love with be conditions. One of those guys, is like a business
2: card and it just says everything on the back.
1: Just just consume what I do and don't ask me about it. That's it. Don't even tell me you like it. Just just like uh just a nod or a wink, and I'm like, I got you. We're good.
2: It's in the fact, business card that says North Dwarf Podcast, Mike, Michael Highbreeder, and then in the bag it says, don't ask.
1: <laughs> in fact, in this podcast, I request that you blank out every mention of my name. <laughs> it's. I'll, I'll just put in a teenager's uh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> each
0: time we say your name.
1: <laughs> Nobody talked to me. I don't want I, I'm glad that you like what we do. I'm just, and it's not that I don't love that people love what we do. It's that I am so uh i don't like myself so much that i'm like why would you like it don't know you're it's just it because you feel sorry for know. us it yeah. is 100 percent imposter syndrome
0: so which which in the in that same realm the last the last thing i want to talk to you guys about with all this too is you know we kind of touched at the beginning of you guys going to the premiere T- tell me how that part came about like who who reached out how did you guys all of a sudden find yourself what <laughs> are you in florida one in ohio
2: And the next thing you know, you're standing on a red carpet in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. So we had joked that we were going to dress up as um, the fish odors and somehow get a golf cart in Hollywood and just (laughs) drive up and pretend we're interviewing and sneak on. We also talked about going to L.A. the week before and being hired in as like staff workers at the theater so we could just hang out there. And then just be like, "What happened to those guys we hired?" Just like, yeah, <laughs> but we didn't have to do any of that, which was great.
1: <laughs> yeah. So how that came about is, we got a message from, I don't, can we say who? We got a message from someone um, saying, uh, "Hey, uh, hush, hush, but you guys are invited to the Bob's Burgers uh, world premiere of the movie." And you're like, er, wrong number? And they're like, no, we got you on the list. You're new good to phone, go. Yeah, a new phone for this. Um, and we're like, it's in three weeks. And we're like, shit. Because I don't know if people know this, but plane tickets are very expensive. They're incredibly yes. expensive um, right now. <laughs> they're incredibly expensive. So i it was like $400 of money I didn't have um, for a trip out to LA for 36 hours. Uh, but yeah, we got a message saying, "Hey, you guys want to come out? Can you make it?" We said, "Of course." Um, and then it was, "Don't tell anybody." Don't tell. The, so the first thing I did was I called everybody. I was like, "Hey, guess what I'm doing?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it was weird because we knew other people were going, and there was kind of a weird vibe amongst the folks that who were going that we all knew a secret that we couldn't tell each other. Um, <laughs> so much so that we couldn't even say anything up until we saw each other on the red carpet oh wow so it was a secret to everyone um our friend jose who does linda on tiktok um we knew he was going um for like two weeks and we couldn't even say hey you want to hang out afterwards because we're not in california it would be weird for us to ask that and um we got other messages going hey what are you guys doing on tuesday and i'm like nothing (laughs)
2: yeah, no. <laughs> nothing because i signed a form saying nothing. yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i would like to, I, I wish that there was just a clause it was just the nothing clause <laughs> i just said if i say you i'm doing, doing nothing, nothing <laughs> assume it's something
1: <laughs> but it, it was wild we got, we got the invite and then after like it didn't really hit right away because everybody was scrambling trying to get their uh, money and their tickets and their affairs in order um And then it set in and then the panic and then the heart attacks happen. Like, yeah, we spoke this into existence. And then I'm going, like, I talk so much shit on people. Like there's about 10 different dead people that I'm probably responsible for just because I talked about it. (laughs) So I don't know. My words have power. At Uh, least you
2: were smart enough to take a direct flight. Because me and Adam almost did not make it. They literally told us at the airport in Chicago, like, you might want to just go home. And, like, Adam was just, like, this close to probably being in jail in Chicago, throwing benches (laughs) and shit in O'Hare. I was just, like, just take a walk. I'm going to talk to someone because this is not how this is going to go down. (laughs) And it just happened to work out. Okay. We got on a flight. They fixed it. And Todd picked us up at the airport right as he was pulling through. And it worked out really well. We got there in time that's amazing no it almost didn't no. happen no. that's amazing i'm glad i was
0: so happy for you guys when i saw that you guys were there uh because, and, and, I, and i could i could tell that moment too from some of the some of the things i saw that that kind of deer in the headlights look and i always love seeing
1: that <laughs> <laughs> it was it was. First experience with that well you get there and you're walking by and um i'm just standing on the wall just minding my own business because who the hell am i and I see Reggie Watts pass by. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big yeah. Reggie Watts fan. Thanks. And for some reason, I couldn't shut the hell up. And I was like, hey, Reggie. Just like that. I'm not going, hey, Reggie. <laughs> hey, Reggie. He's like, hey. He's like one-eyed snakes. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you like, guys doing security? I was like, uh-huh. He's <laughs> uh, like, well, see you later. I so <laughs> like,
2: okay, Bobby, just talk to us, buddy. Talk to us. <laughs>
1: That was fun. And then, I mean, afterwards, we got to meet Lauren Bashard, which was amazing. Yeah. And um, I got to meet John Roberts briefly. It was fantastic. Uh, uh, very surreal.
2: Mm. And then
1: afterwards, we almost got our ass kicked by a biker gangs. Oh, jeez. Yeah. The, the,
2: yeah.
1: they were being in the one-eyed
2: snakes <laughs> yep. turn those they colors were, inside out when you're walking in alone
1: <laughs> they were trying to figure out who we were affiliated with and and um, for what it's worth our crew was made up of a bunch of folks one was dressed up as Bob Seppelis, Um
0: <laughs> one was and, a topsy uh, he's, he's, uh, he's the guy who usually
1: dresses Oil up as, of us. yeah and then we had a topsy and then I'm like, not for nothing, guys, like the biking. is like, not for nothing, but she's dressed as an elephant. He's uh, Bob Stethlis. The snakes on our back are a giant penis. We're not part of a gang. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you could feel like the eyes and so much so that like Todd kind of like inched his way over towards us and like, just in case. <laughs> again, I'm five foot two. I'm not fighting anybody. So Nope. <laughs> Oh, i I love it well I, i'm so glad that we were able to
0: finally connect and i look forward to yes. seeing you guys at the donut bar in, in just a few days here so yes. it's, this comic-con has come up way too fast it's the first time i'm not doing preview night tomorrow night because i was, oh. was just too busy or i was just like i'm not gonna worry about preview night for once which then i started thinking back and i was like oh wait there were exclusives i needed to grab that might be gone thursday morning like what am i doing yeah <laughs> so hopefully yep. that's not the uh, hopefully that's not the case so uh, we'll find out Thursday morning, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to being able to see you guys in person down there and uh, absolutely. Oh yeah. It's going to be, be able
1: to
2: catch up with you guys. So.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank, thanks for having us on. This is uh surreal and amazing. <laughs> it's weird to be on the other side of it, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, I-, I don't, I don't know if there's like a Nielsen ratings thing for like podcasts, but if this is the lowest, we apologize.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've had ones where I just talked to, to myself uh, during them, and I'm pretty sure those are the lowest rated ones. Yeah. So. <laughs> So if, if you sink below
1: that, mission accomplished. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go there and rate those episodes five stars just out of spite, just to spite myself.
0: <laughs> so where can everybody find find you guys on social media so that they can you know make sure they keep tabs on everything you guys are doing, or or in, in Michael's case, don't follow anything. Uh, where can they? Me. Where can they not follow you? <laughs>
1: let's see i know jb you love for me to do the because we do a spiel at the end of every episode uh... and okay so if you want to follow us you can follow us on twitter or instagram at north to wharf um we have a link tree on those particular pages uh twitter is basically just a mirror of our instagram so our best one is instagram which is at north to wharf um we're on facebook if you still are Uh, just search from north to wharf there we have merchandise uh, we
2: do we'll be wearing it
1: we will um but yeah main one is instagram at north to Wharf. and if you want to follow our personal pages you'll have to find them through that because i'm not going to pimp myself
2: Find like it's, it's not
1: <laughs> Although, and, and, if, if people want to follow me that's fine too i'm not going to turn it down but i also don't actively don't want to tell people to follow me either so Andrew Reynolds, just follow my yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so and uh and just so that we we make sure that everybody knows. So Friday morning, seven to nine, Donut Bar, 631 B Street. So that is the I don't wanna, I don't not I, I can't even say it properly. I don't want a burger is <laughs> where we can get that uh at Donut Bar. Yeah. Uh, yes. and then behind the Omni and on the lawn behind the Omni uh July 22nd Ooh. Also Friday, 415 um is the meetup. Uh yep. let's try to get a thousand people there for you guys. Hell's your problem, man. So they they will carry you guys. We don't have a shoulders.
2: thousand things to give away, so show up early. <laughs> Wait, when that, does this episode come out? That's how we create demand. So <laughs> <laughs> when,
0: when does this episode come out? I, I'm putting it out Thursday morning, so the first Shit. official morning of uh, of Comic Con. So that gives people you know a little Saturday more morning. than twenty four hours to uh to get <laughs> to get you know at least a thousand oh. people
1: there. Oh man, okay. so I'll I'll
0: tweet it and then we'll see if Lauren can uh, can retweet that. Oh to get a thousand people there <laughs> yeah
1: in, in all honesty i i talk a lot of trash and i hate the attention but i do appreciate everything that people do for us yourself included uh, yeah we so do what we do you. for fans we love thank you we love the shows and we just want to make sure other people get there yeah
2: awesome and love them too. yeah
0: well that's that, that's what this is all about it's, it's being able to have fun with the things that we love and be able to share it with fans and the people that uh that find the same things interesting that we do so sure for sure cool well i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys get get back to prepping for all of this so i know that you've had a long day already at the convention center send todd uh, my love i have not seen todd since WonderCon. i don't think so yeah, nice. send, send todd cool. my love and uh i'll see both of you guys uh in a few days here absolutely absolutely so, awesome we'll have a good night and yeah we'll see you guys friday thanks we'll see you then you yeah, thank you we'll see you guys